Hey everyone, welcome back to Home Service Business Coach on our podcast here. Um, this one's a special one. It's going to be a little bit longer, uh, but this is a recent webinar that we did all around how to generate leads organically for your business in a time where the economy is uncertain, interest rates are up, inflation is up, people are holding their dollars tighter. Um, we need to learn how to market our businesses very well and also cost effectively so we're not just shoveling tens of thousands of dollars into paid ads and hoping that we can get a return so i wanted to kind of open up the playbook and dive into a deep dive training for at least an hour talking about uh, my top three ways what i highly recommend uh, you doing to be able to get your business off the ground or if you've already lifted off the ground how to pour some gasoline on the fire so there's no one or two or three perfect ways to market your business i'm literally sharing what we're doing at revive what's working for hundreds of our members that we are coaching inside of our program so get ready to take some notes and there's also um, some visual cues uh, as we have a powerpoint on this one so if you want to see more of the visual you can just slide down on your phone uh, and follow along on youtube so really hope that you learn this uh, or get a ton of value from this and honestly would love to hear from you um, some of you have been emailing us which is great um, you can always send an email to homeservicebusinesscoach.com and just say that webinar was awesome or if you didn't like it let us know too or let us know uh, ideas for future ones because we're going to be doing more of these just to provide value 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 so hopefully you enjoy it and we'll chat to you guys soon Welcome to the Home Service Business Coach Podcast with your host, David Mowerman. You will learn to grow your home service business and transition from being the technician in your business to being the CEO and leading your team to success. Get a front row seat where you will get practical advice from industry experts on how you can level up your home service business. Get ready to take some notes because we're going to jump right into it here. Welcome, everyone. We'll let uh, our room fill up and uh, we'll get diving in here. Going to be uh, an incredible call. Why don't, before we kick it off, go in the chat and say where your business is based. I'm seeing some familiar faces, but let's uh, blow up the chat. Tell us where you're based and uh, we will get kicking into uh, our presentation here today. Love it. And how, like, we know guys since, and I don't know if you've noticed this, since, I'm is going to mess this up, June or July, July 4th, we've noticed kind of a slowdown um, with all things marketing, right? People are on vacation, kids are out of school. Who, put like a one in the chat if you guys are noticing like a slowdown in your marketing and, you know, we'll, we'll try and cover that. Uh, well, that's what the call is about, but. Has anybody noticed that like major slowdown? Yeah, we got one major slowdown. Okay, awesome. It's pretty normal everyone to be feeling it, especially like we geared this more towards washing companies, but I know we've got some painters and landscapers on, you know, April, May, June, you're typically smoking busy. Um, we saw a big dip middle of July till about now. And that's mm -hmm. why Jackson, Lan and myself, we got together. We said, man, we're going to start doing more trainings around how to actually effectively market your business because it's a skill that i think a lot of you got kind of lazy through covid myself included we're like so busy with leads booking jobs couldn't hire people 
we've seen a massive like seismic shift in our industry where it's like, wow, the name of the game now is who can get leads and stay in business. So that's why I wanted to hang out with you guys today for an hour is totally free. Uh, and we want to just bring you guys value uh, and show you how to market your business and use some case studies. So um, yeah, big welcome from me. Totally. And to piggyback on your point, Dave, like I've spoken guys and gals with like thousands of home service business owners at this point, the two biggest things that we're going to help uh, somebody out with is first going to be team management, which if you're not in our Facebook group, it is pinned at the top uh, as well to like we've done a webinar on team building but we really wanted and we have touched on like leads and marketing before but we really wanted to deep dive uh leads right now especially through the organic because those are the two biggest problems and maybe jackson or dave you kind of want to touch on this as well too before we get into it two biggest problems is either i don't have the team that i need or i don't have the leads that i need to build the team that i need to xyz um, yeah. Anything you guys want to chime into or, or add on, feel free. Otherwise, uh, the moment is over. The the month long wait is over. We can get in. Let's do it. Um, awesome, guys. Let's uh, go in. I'm going to do my screen share here, uh, and we're going to get into our topic um, today. And I will also introduce, guys. We've got our head coach here uh, at HSBC Jackson. So give him some love in the chat. He's grown yep. uh, a significant washing business quickly, um, and he's uh, a proud coach with us at HSBC. Landon's our growth advisor, uh, and myself, I'm the founder and CEO. So the three of us, we're going to be leading uh, the panel. We've all got matching black shirts, so you can uh, you can find us and, and spot us out. So um, let me go ahead, guys, and share our screen, and uh, we will get rocking and rolling here. Perfect. So tell me guys, if you can see my screen. Okay. Can you give me, uh, let's see here. There we go. Can you see my title page right there? Top three ways. Okay, sweet. So let's get diving in guys. Um, we're going to do a really brief intro and then we're going to just let her rip with the three ways because I want to be able to spend a good amount of time with you guys today and, and dive deep on these. Um, before we do, I'm going to just blow this up a little bit. You can see it better. Um, I want to set context here, guys. This is, I built this about a year ago. Um, this is what's called the contractor leverage ladder. And I just wanted to spend two to three minutes just talking through this. And then I promise we'll let her rip with the top three ways. So I built this out about a year ago because after coaching now hundreds of service business owners, we found you're in any one of these six levels. And go ahead and put in the chat if you want accountability, say, one, two, three, four, five, six. And this is where do you spend about two thirds of your time on a given week? Okay. So those of you with a half million dollar company, you're wanting to grow it um, beyond there. You're probably off the truck, but you're probably in level four here. You're doing $40 an hour tasks and you're out estimating in person to clients. And that's totally fine. It's not right or wrong in this guys. It's just, it is what it is. Now, what I see is most service business owners spend 80% of their time in level one and two. That's why their service businesses plateau at about $190,000 in revenue. And they can never really make more than about 60 grand profit from their service business. So we're doing trainings like these. HSBC exists to get you guys off the truck and shoot you up to two, three, four, five, six. I personally enjoy level six the most. 
when you're able to have managers for us, two managers that can run the day to day of the business. And you'll notice here, your pay per hour increases significantly as you move up this chart. So really, if you want a quick way to grow your business, you get off the truck and you get out of the office. How do you do that? You follow what we're going to teach today and get that phone going so much that you can't help but hire help and get yourself out of these. So um, Landon, Jackson, any comments with the leverage ladder or even your own experience before we move on? Yeah, I think it's um, super critical to note too that, you know, don't get down on yourself um, or worried or whatever it is. Oh, you know, I'm not like, oh, like Dave or like Jackson or whatever, like a level five, level six, like guys, Dave and Jackson, you, you can speak um, more on this specifically in the home service space. Everybody starts as a lead technician, it, but it is a choice how long you choose to stay there. I have spoken with, again, hundreds of, hundreds of different business owners stuck in level one and two, probably thousands, right? Biggest thing is, is going to start here, which sounds super cliche, but number two, <laughs> David Jackson, you got to have some money sitting in the bank in order to pay somebody so that you can eventually start to move yourself out of the field, right? Yes, it's scary, but kind of what, what is your experience, uh, maybe Jackson with coaching, like um, a lot of guys coming in and we level one and two, what's like a big mindset shift as we go up the levels, uh, just like maybe a one or two bullet point would probably help everybody out here. Yeah, I can hop on here real quickly. I think that this leverage ladder um, really speaks to developing the people within your business. Um, and, and that's like such a key part to growth because this is obviously, it's a team sport, right? You're not going to grow a really successful business by yourself. And so you need to develop the people around you. And I think that, you know, a mistake that I see a lot of people make is like, um, you know, someone might come on a call with me and they're like, they're like, Hey, you know, I've had help in the past, or I've got like these two helpers. And it's like, we need to completely change our mindset around that. And like, you know, if you want to have a successful business, if you want to fill out these roles, if you want to bring yourself from one to two to three to four to five to six, then like we need to eliminate that word and start giving people careers in which we can actually start developing their skills so that you can fire yourself from these different positions. So you're climbing the ladder while someone's climbing it below you. Uh, you're developing yourself, you're developing the people below you. And then one day you can be at six and have five, four, three, two, and one filled out with people that have been developed along the way, like along your journey as well. Uh, they're coming up with you. And I, I think that's um, a really key component of, of growing a successful home service business. Then sounds like a man who's done it before. Hey, Landon. It sounds like that to me, Dave. Absolutely. The, the thing, guys, to pick out what Jackson said, and I completely agree, is like eliminate the word helper from your vocabulary. Words are very powerful. We call even our employees at Revive, we call them team members, okay? Starbucks calls them partners. Whatever word you want to use, it shows a lot about how you view the rest of your team. So, you know, you look at um, Jackson's growth, at my growth, at other members in our program, we've taken off this individual hat and we've lit it on fire and we've said, okay, business is a team sport. Now, what is the roadmap to make that happen? Um, and this is a visual presentation. So like we're recording it, but feel free to take a picture of this ladder because it's a very um, descriptive diagram that shows you where we're moving on this chart. So I just didn't want to talk about marketing 
without setting context. Cause sometimes we get in a Facebook group. What's the best way to grow your business. If you haven't figured out this foundation and see the roadmap, marketing is kind of useless until you actually see the why behind it and what like the overall strategy of the business is going to be. Totally. And, and I think too, I and we'll probably segue into this guys is the vast majority of people I, I uh, speak to is like, you know, how are you getting leads? Oh, I'm doing this and that, but the vast majority are paying for leads. Right. And that's where we really want to, again, firstly touch on is paying for leads is not effective marketing especially when you're starting out too, which again, we have everybody different roadmaps. You're, you just made your first thousand bucks right now and you're on this webinar or watching this replay, or you've done multiple six figures and seven figures, right? At, at some point, you eventually will want to run paid ads um, and they should be implemented, but far too often the people think of paid ads as the engine of the business instead of the grease of the business, okay? Uh, and any business that relies on paid ads and paid leads is doomed to fail. You've seen this with Angelus, you've seen this all over, and Dave will touch on this more. Okay, guys, if you don't believe us, let, okay, right here, okay? We, we see some familiar logos, okay? And I wanted to do a quick little case study. We're seeing here, our Amazons or Nike or Apples or Teslas, right? You can see that we're kind of biased with the brands that we like, <laughs> maybe you see it Apple Watch, you know, so on and so forth, right? But all of them use paid ads, right? Like every single one of these companies, right? wrong yes right yes and no yes some do but tesla still hasn't which is a which is hilarious right okay all but all but one spend billions of dollars per year on marketing combined and that's how they build their businesses to the heights that they are okay but rather uh focusing on that when they first started they focused on often the less sexy organic ways when they started off okay uh we'll just go down the list here so uh shoe dog by phil knight if you haven't read the book <clears throat> read the book. Okay. Read the book. Uh, Nike gave away, they couldn't even give away their shoes to track stars, right? Okay. Form of organic marketing. People are going to, it's going to be televised. They're going to see a Nike shoe, right? They're not paying, but they are giving away, right? Amazon started selling really cheap books online, which led to a wildfire of word of mouth. Apple relied heavily. And again, most of you don't have seed capital to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on creating paid advertisement, right? Apple did that to drive to an organic presentation, right? And again, as you know, Tesla, you could say um, Elon is, <laughs> is the advertiser for Tesla, but Tesla's power is that they have raving word of mouth. You type in Tesla on YouTube and there's thousands of reviews of their product, literally by owners, the ultimate yeah. selling vehicle, okay? So the question now becomes, what makes organic marketing so powerful and how you can utilize this growth um, for your own home service business. And that's what we will intend to discuss today, okay? Uh, we're, Dave, and I, I wanna kind of, for you to touch on this, Jackson, chime in. Personally, for me, when I was at the, when I was, uh, one of the ways we'll talk about is, is a door knocking, right? Super scary, you as an individual, earning potential uh, is more than 10 times. Your personal growth is probably a thousand times. But Dave Jackson, what are some like metrics that you're looking for, whether you're door knocking, whether it's through some of the ways that we'll get into today, what's like a good ROI that you minimum have to be looking to get uh, through marketing? Yeah, I'll, I'll jump in. I mean, for us, like we do this at Revive and I teach this as we go for 10x. Um, truthfully, it used to be easier, Landon, I would say back in the day. And I think a lot of you 
whether you're washing, painting, landscaping, whatever the, the service it is, a lot of our industries have become um, what's called a red ocean. If you read um, the, the book, Blue Ocean Strategy, talks about how something is different and new, right? You look at a Tesla, you're basically driving a, a computer on wheels, right? It's different and new. To wash someone's house, to even soft wash someone's house, it's like, it's not new and different anymore. And so I believe you actually need to recreate your differentiator on your backend systems and what is the level of service and experience you can provide your customer. And that's where I think there's a lot of value in. But for us, Landon, we we like 10x. So if I'm going to put a thousand bucks into something, if I'm going to, let's just say, for example, I'm going to sponsor the T-ball team. Okay. And we get, mm -hmm. we get revives logo on all the guys and the girls T-ball jerseys and they want a thousand bucks. If I'm not doing that just out of the goodness of my heart and I want to get a return, like you guys do on this call, um, I got to book 10 K. Uh, and I don't think you're going to book 10 K of window cleaning from having 10 little rugrats, however many are on a T-ball team, maybe 15, um, running around the base path. I just don't see it. So if we're just going dollars for dollars, I would probably say no. So for me, 10X, mm -hmm. and we typically do not see 10X when you added management fees and ad spends. Um, maybe you guys put it in the chat. There's like 50 people on this call. How's paid been working out for you? Because for us at Revive, just no bones about it. We're not getting 10X. So I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, and I, I'll chime in on there. And I, I will say that in my experience, it, it fluctuates with paid ads. And last year, they were working great. This year, there isn't a chance that we're getting 10x off of our paid ads, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Google, across the board. I'm like, if you're doing something and getting 10x from it, actually, like at the end of the day, yeah, let please let me know. Um, I'd, I'd love to hear that. Um, I think it, another note that I wanted to make on this as well is, you know, a lot of people might come to me and they're like, hey, you know, maybe they've got like this uh, magazine ad. And I'm like, well, hey, how much did the magazine ad cost? And they're like, well, it was it was 800 bucks. So I figure, you know, if I land a thousand dollar job, it's paid for. And like, that's the, a huge mistake in my eyes, because I'm like, well, no, because then you're paying your technicians, you're, you're paying your insurance, you're paying for your truck, you're paying for gas and you're paying for the equipment. It's like, actually, you've just lost like quite a lot of money. Um, in that transaction. And so, yeah, when Dave says 10X, it's like really important to think like what that 10X actually means. Um, and that's, that's bottom line. Yeah. Oh, good. And, and I'll, I'll chime in on this as well too, uh, guys, 2019 running ads, super good. 2020 hits. We got to think and remember COVID happens. And you've heard me say this before, everybody's locked inside, which means everybody's pivoting to paid ads. Okay. We did see the, the craziness of paid ads. And people just having money and calling you, right? You've seen that 2020, 2021, 2022 even, but now it's 2023. You can't rely on the, the past to predict the future because you, you'll hear marketplace changes. And like, to be honest with you guys, this may be a little blunt um, for everybody on the call. Um, if you don't figure out how to get leads and, and not pay a tremendous amount of money, for your leads, for your advertisement, it's only data. In about two to three years, maybe you'll be able to last four years. Chances are you're probably not gonna be around, right? And that's the last thing we want to happen, right? We cannot be, like I saw some some people in the chat, two times, three times their turn, it's like, okay, cool. What am I not doing, right? Because there is a 10X way out there. There's a thousand X way out there. 
Mm -hmm. um, we'll touch on in a second. Why am I not doing that? Why am I not pumping as much energy into that as Google or pay or Facebook or whatever sort of Instagram ads, whatever it is. Right. So just really some food for thought here. And I don't mean to be harsh, but, um, well, that's all. It's true though, Landon and guys, I'll say one thing from a CEO perspective, why I choose 10 X is it keeps your overall marketing spend at about 10% or less of your overall revenue. So if you're doing a, a 500 grand business and you're spending more than 50 K in marketing, I actually think it, it's overspending. In my opinion, I like to spend three to five or five to seven, anywhere in there, depending, are we maintaining or are we pouring some gas on this fire? Because for those of you saying two to three X, like just why sh I'll show you why the math doesn't work is because when you get a, a service business running without you, the owner, you should be shooting to make about 20 to a 25% net profit for it running without you. So if you're only getting, let's say three X, you're dishing off a third of the job to get that lead, but you're only going to make 20%, let's say. So you're actually minus 13% on the overall profitability of the job. And I actually don't believe in losing money on your first visit and then marketing to that customer. Every visit your truck goes to, you should be making money based on your price book and how you get leads. And that's why I'm just so passionate about this presentation we've made for you guys today, because um, this stuff works. I've done it. Jackson's done it. We've got over 60 of our clients doing it. Um, it's not relying on things outside our control. It's taking the bull by the horns and learning how to market cost effectively. Um, and that's why mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah, totally. It's, it's, uh, it's the grease. It's not the engine guys. It's the grease. Totally. Okay. Well, let's dive in. You guys ready? Top three ways, Landon. Are we good? We're good. Let's go. I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, I guess we'll touch on this. Everybody's seen the matrix, red pill, blue pill, you know, no, that's not Viagra <laughs> and no, that's not Andrew Tate's podcast, the red pill, right? <laughs> like we're not talking about that. It's this again, we're not saying that there isn't a place for paid ads. It's just, we need to build the foundation through organic so that when we market, we need to take the blue pill so that when we market, people actually register instead of, again, which happens to the vast majority of the time, a scroll by, right? Yeah. People need to be able to register with, oh, I've seen their truck or van or job or whatever before, right? Yeah. So don't take the, the blue pill, take the red pill or however, which way you want to slice it, but let's get into it. Got it. Red pills, organic Landon, blue is paid. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, sure. And it's yeah. no, and it's not Viagra. All right. Let's, let's roll with that. All right. All right, guys, three ways. Let's deep dive here. Let's advance the slide. So first one, guys, I'll take, and this is called um, job site buzz, I like to call it, okay? So I would ask you on this call, what are you tangibly doing today, this week, this month that creates what I call marketing buzz around your job sites? Okay, you guys have all read studies where it takes five touches or seven touches or 10 touches, whatever the data is, you need to start programming the neighbors around the job site that you're working and showing them who you are and what you do, okay? Your affluent clientele are after an experience and exclusivity. They're not so interested in saving a couple bucks on a job. So when they see Larry and Brenda across the street getting serviced by Mount Baker window cleaning, and they start looking at their roof or their windows, no way are they letting Larry and Brenda have the shiniest house on the block, okay? Again, it's not about money. 
It's about exclusivity. It's about experiences. And this how how we built my whole company is around creating a front-to-back experience for an affluent client. So first thing you got to do is look in the mirror and say, what is the marketing message of your company? Are you actually sounding off in Facebook groups worried about the $99 guy that's running your industry into the ground? I personally believe the affluent clients are not hiring the $99 guys. They want someone legit with reviews. Those are the people that you want to compete against. So it's been my playbook from day one to become famous in the neighborhoods that my company works in. And how we've done this is just through the job site buzz. Okay. So a couple short checklists for you. And we've got all these templates in our program. One is five around flyers. Okay. So whether you're doing five, 10 or 15 flyers, non-negotiable, when you get in a cookie cutter neighborhood where these houses all look the same, you got to put your literature in color with a call to action, get your technicians doing this, putting them in the doors and bonus points. If you got a crew of techs that can actually door knock, um, cause that's even better, but baseline, they should be delivering the literature. Okay. So if you haven't had your literature professionally designed, get with a graphic designer, spend a couple hundred bucks and get something that looks like a seven figure business already before you come one. Most marketing I'd say in our industry is like three out of 10 at best, way too much text, too busy. No one cares how long you've been in business. Make it about the client. Okay. Not about your company and create, you just want to get a phone call coming in. So like design a very sexy looking flyer. And if you're doing 10 jobs a week, well, you should be passing out 50 flyers per week minimum. Okay. Number two, I'll just rip these landing and then we'll have um, yep. a discussion with that with everybody. Um, two will be signs. Okay. If you've not sprung and got a Sinecade $300 A-frame sign on your sidewalk, every job, I also think you're missing the boat there because that's very low hanging fruit. You can advertise your company, people walking the dog by again, people look out their bedroom window across the street. They see that sign. You want people having to move, like I walk the sidewalk with my baby son and my dog every morning. If there's something on the sidewalk, I got to go around it. I would love to see one of your signs right in the sidewalk that I got to actually skirt around it. That's good marketing, I believe. So get that sign made up. Two would be bandit signs as well. Um, we have seen jurisdictions across the country crack down on these this year. Um, I actually was the recipient of a nice fine last year in our city because we went a little too buck wild with signs. Um, so just use these cautiously, I would say. And I would personally say, don't put lawn signs on busy streets, kind of hide them in residential neighborhoods. Okay. Don't put 50 up in a neighborhood. I would put up two to three just tastefully so that people can see, um, your company as you're going. Maybe Landon will stop there and we'll kind of chat about if Jackson maybe wants to add on to five round signs or even our other two as well. Mm -hmm. Yep, I, I can certainly do that. Um, and I, I just want to break down a scenario for you guys. So let's say um, there is a home service business doing work at a neighbor's house. Okay, their van isn't um, isn't wrapped. There's no uniforms. They don't receive a flyer. They could have done phenomenal work for this neighbor. Let's say the neighbors don't know each other. They want the same thing done to their house. Who are they? How are they going to know who to call? When on the other hand, 
Uh, let's say you've got a company that comes, they've had their A-frame sign out, they've put their hanger out, they've got the uniforms, their truck is wrapped. It's like, man, they've seen their brand like four times before they leave. The phenomenal job is done. And now, boom, that's turning into a job maybe for you if the neighbor actually really wants that service. So it's just so, so easy um, once you create this good branding and put it on enough, uh, enough physical objects, such as these flyers, signs, van uniform um, for you to keep working in those neighborhoods. And it's like, it can, it can be like wildfire. Um, for instance, in, in my uh, business, you know, we do holiday lights in this one neighborhood. It started with one house. The neighbor walked by, saw it. We had two houses now in that cul-de-sac. Now the neighbors are going by these two houses. And then it turned into three to four to five. And now like, you know, today it's like we do 10 houses in this like small neighborhood um, because we've, we've branded it. Well, we put up these signs, uh, the neighbors talk, you know, we, we plant, we pass out flyers. Um, and it's like, man, we just took over this entire neighborhood so easily without a single paid advertisement. Yeah. Doesn't that feel so good to Jackson when you drive and see your sign up and know your clients are like back to back to back and you created this from nothing. It's like pretty cool. when you step back and think about it. Yeah. And, and we also know that for like years to come, whoever, you know, decides to put up lights in that neighborhood, like they're almost 90% chance, 95% chance going to call us. Um, because we've done literally every single neighbor for them. So um, yeah, I think it's a, it's a great way to market. It doesn't cost like a lot of money on hand. Um, just a little bit of, of time and thought and, you know, you can, you can really get the ball rolling there. Totally. Yeah. And I would, I would kind of add to this as well too, is that a lot of people, you know, you, you're in between jobs and you get rushed and you kind of leave this on and they kind of slack, right? It's like, if you look at any sports team, I know it sounds like, oh, it was so basic, five rounds, signs, truck wrap, right? Like I doubt we're blowing anybody's minds. You probably heard these things before. But the difference between your, your Kansas City Chiefs winning the Super Bowl and not is the smallest of minutia. It is the smallest place. It's that extra step. It's that extra five-yard spot, whatever it is. It's the smallest things, especially when it comes around job site buzz in the marketing that make all the difference. And it's just that consistency, guys. We'll get into more ways that are like, okay, well, Dave Jackson land, and I've already done all these and I'm still have no leads. Ha ha, I've caught you. Now, what do you, now what are we going to do? Right. It's like, yeah. we'll get there. Like, don't worry, but just don't neglect these super small critical things. Uh, Dave, when I was working at revive, man, I'll, I'll, a little, little quick, little quick brief side thing. Yeah. Like I sometimes, you know, maybe I shouldn't be telling you this. I sometimes slacked on the, uh, the five rounds, right? Yeah. I did. Yeah. And yeah. then it was one day, uh, we we're doing the five rounds in Langley. Uh, and the person, uh, I gave a quote for a roof, uh, exterior cleaning gutters, the whole shebang, right? The whole shebang is what I call it. it closed like 2,300 bucks. Literally it felt good to bring in an extra additional lead for the company. But more importantly, I was like, hold on a second. I just generated, it took me like 10 minutes to do this. Yeah. Right. It was yeah. like, why, why wasn't I doing that previously? Now, what about the hundred, the tens, if not hundreds of thousands lost out? Cause I didn't. Yeah. Right. So guys like learn, learn from me, do as I say, not as I have you, done. You've costed our company tens of thousands Landon. Yeah, but exactly. I, right. I, I think guys, we're not getting at like mind blowing techniques, but it's more around how do you get your team to actually implement this? And I'll tell you, no one's going to door knock, put out flyer signs unless you they have like the heart of the leader and the heart of the owner behind it. And so it's got to start with you coming off this call saying, 
I'm actually going to take this serious so much. Like it's as if you're putting gas in your truck and you're getting paid from a job, you're doing the flyers. And we've probably all been lazy on this call. And one thing I'll say guys is like Landon said, it doesn't always need to happen in the fulfillment of the job. If you're running an in-person sales model, as we are, you can have your estimator, your sales rep, whoever's doing it, literally be flyering five to 10 neighbors of every estimate that they do. Cause you'll know your team is not doing these things. If you start to see competitors pick up jobs that you did not have a chance to quote on. And I'll tell you guys, I built my whole business in about 40 different neighborhoods uh, out where I live. So it's not like we've went into 900 neighborhoods and taken on half a million clients. It's so targeted. So think sniper approach for your avatars. I just want to get around the people that own nice homes and want to go with a brand that they want to know BS white glove experience. And so that's what we're talking about. So nothing should blow your mind on this talk. It should be more about the guys that are actually doing it are the ones that are doing it consistent. But one mind blowing thing, David just put in the chat, he closed a $1,200 ticket from a simple sign. So I would wager maybe half of you on here right now are not putting up those Sinicade big beefy plastic signs on a sidewalk, QR code, nice brand. How do you get an estimate? You could have that thing paid off 10 times over by the end of the month if you do this properly. Mm -hmm. And that's like, again, to, to chime in. And then I guess we should probably, we could probably spend all day talking about this stuff, but like guys, like in, the question I already know is like, okay, Dave, you mentioned QR code, blah, blah, blah. What does that look like? Right? Like what is the five rounds of signs? What's a good truck wrap? Like I saw, um Robert in here right like I've got my truck wrap cost you 600 bucks like man I hope that was through a strategic partnership which we'll get into man um because you need to invest some money with that stuff right but what does that look like like door knocking like guys we have door knocking training with the program like all this stuff we got uh ex examples templates we've got uh tens and tens of different examples um, of what a five round, a successful five, five round looks like from actually people that are actually doing it. Right. So yeah. here's what to do. Here's how to do it. And here's the, what, how it's working. Um, so that's just something I just wanted to point in there and throw in there as well too. But, um, I'll, I'll quickly just touch on the truck yeah. wrap and I promise we'll move on guys. Um, and this is something I was resistant to a long time. Um, maybe why I'm teaching organic, like scrappy, save your money marketing is because I'm Dutch by background. So if I don't have to spend a dollar, I'm not going to do it. Right. And so for me, I waited actually two years until I wrote that at the time it was like $2,500 check to get my van fully wrapped. And then I did it again, did it again. Like in one year I spent over 13 K um, wrapping all our vehicles at the same outfit because I was so bought in and wanted all the vehicles to look the same. So if you're rolling around with some decals, like it's fine, shows people who you are. I'm talking about a wrap that people, again, look outside their master bedroom across the street and that wrap just pops. And at today's present day, wraps are about $4,000 USD, give or take. Um, I would invest in that if you're building this business for the long term. If you're just trying to make 50K in your first year, you're not sure on this thing, you're doing a little bit of Bitcoin, a little bit of day trading, don't do it. But if you're going to, this is your thing, how you make money, provide for your family, 
absolutely jump in with a rap because um, it will pay for itself if you take this serious. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Which guys, yeah. like, it, I think that this, we, we talked about job site buzz. I think like the next, like right here, this is infinite amount of return on your money. And that's going to be uh, number two reviews and referrals, which I'm sorry, Dave, uh, Jackson, <laughs> I think I checked, man, like, you have more reviews than somebody, but we're, we'll get, we'll touch on that maybe in a second here, but sorry, sorry, Dave, but um, I, that's just the power of it. I think he does. Why don't we go there? Then we'll come back to this guys. Um, yes. Sounds good. And, and guys, I'll take the lead on this. So Jackson was one of our students at HSBC a couple years ago. Um, he's come in, he's literally the last week or two. He's now past revive for Google reviews uh, and a perfect, 5.0 rating. So we wanted to bring him on here because, you know, if he's got 423, that's a lot of uh, close friends and grandmas writing his reviews, or it's a lot of thrilled, affluent homeowners all through Bellingham. So Jackson, why don't you first take the mic and share with us a few strategies around your whole review game? Because I think it's been pretty paramount watching you build this thing um, and how quickly you've done it. Yeah, thank you, Dave. Actually, it's funny. My office manager just held up a post-it note that said 426. Oh, yeah. Nice. (laughs) Like, thanks. (laughs) But no, that I mean, that just goes to show like how invested um, everyone here is in our our mission to get reviews, which is one of the most important parts about it. And so I guess, I mean, we can start back from the beginning about, yeah, let's just, let's go back to the, the very beginning of these reviews. So David, you did teach me right? Like how to go about getting reviews and why they were important. And I I did know that they were important, but I don't think I was going about it the right way. You know, I knew that we needed them. I knew that it would help, um, but I wasn't necessarily taking all the steps to get there. And so, you know, let's, let's talk about, let's talk about getting reviews and then I can go on about why they're, they're important. Yeah. Um, And so, all right, getting, getting reviews. So there's, you know, a few different ways that people can get reviews. Um, one is, you know, if you yourself, the, the business owner want to step into that office manager position and, you know, you can follow up manually with every single one of your clients, uh, and ask them to get a review that, that can work. And I've actually seen some people, uh, send like so many emails in a day to every single past client. And they've gotten, you know, like a hundred reviews in, in the span of a day after like 24 hours of sending emails. I'm like, wow, that was really impressive that they were able to do that. But, um, I, would rather go a different route um, that involves the whole team. It doesn't take a full day of my work and typing out all these emails to clients and having, you know, I'm all about delegation and getting my time back. Right. And so what we have done uh, is we've gone with, with nice job and I'm not like, this isn't even a shout out to nice job. You can go with any review software out there. As long as you have something set up to your CRM um, that once you close a job, it's going to send out a, um, a review. Like that's the first step. Okay. And now why this doesn't work for a lot of people is they will set up this automation and then they're going to forget about it. And they're going to say, Hey, why am I not getting any reviews? I'm paying 70, 80, hundred dollars a month for this, but I'm not getting a single review. And you know what? I was there. Like I absolutely experienced that. And I was like, well, I'm paying the money and they're supposed to be getting like, why am I not getting reviews? Well, you need to get your whole team bought in on getting reviews and you need to set up some systems around them uh, speaking with clients uh, and asking for reviews. And once you do that, you get your people bought in, 
Um, and then you also uh, have have rewards for it. Like, hey, like every person here, they get a review, 10 bucks uh, bonus on their paycheck. They get a review with their name in it, $20 bonus. And like these stack up, um, you know, you, you'll end up paying someone will, or end up earning at your company, maybe one or $2 extra an hour um, just by stacking these reviews on, which is, which is pretty awesome. And so what we found that um, by, by having our team members excited about getting reviews, first off, the jobs are done phenomenally, right? And like people are really happy. When, when your guys want to go out and get reviews and they know they're going to get paid for it, like you better bet that that final walk around and that last, you know, 30 minutes throughout the house, they're trying to clean everything up as best as possible and make it look amazing. Um, and so that's one thing. And then, sorry, I was kind of just losing my train of thought there uh, about, oh, getting them bought in with reviews. Yeah, you'll get one in every three clients is what we shoot for. One in every three jobs, we get a review. And now, mind you, some of them go to, uh, to, to nice job itself. And then the other bits go to Google. We get some to Facebook, but man, we have 300 people every year out of 900 jobs that we'll do, uh, like raving about our services and dropping us a five-star review. Wow. And so wow. I would say maybe 200 of them are Google. And so, man, just think about how many jobs you guys do in a year. If you can get one in every three people to leave you a review, it's like, how long would that take you to get to that top spot yeah. You know, in, in your service area? And do you know what happens when you get to that top spot? It's like now you're like halfway to people knowing, liking, and trusting you, which is when people are going to buy, right? So that's like a bit, of, a bit of sales right there. They're only going to buy from people who they like, know, and trust. And reviews are becoming so, like holding so much more weight than they ever used to. Um, you know, there are statistics out there that say basically 99.9% .9 of consumers when shopping online are going to look at a review. The majority of those people are going to look for negative reviews. So kudos to you if you're doing a good job uh, and, you know, people only have good stuff to say about you, you're, you're winning that race. Um, yeah. And then the, the percentage of millennials that will take a, um, a review with as much weight or more weight than even a friend's recommendation, yeah. um, it's staggering. It's way, it's way over 50. That's leaking into older generations. These people are getting older. That percentage is only going up. And so um, traditional marketing is, is not as trusted as online reviews. So you could dump a, a ton of money into traditional marketing. You might get you know, somewhat a return. Right now we're looking at maybe five, six X return at best. Um, whereas re reviews, it's like a long-term strategy. Um, if you can get them up now and keep them climbing, then you're just going to always be viewed as that like best, most trustworthy uh, company in your, in your area. Um, and also it's free SEO, essentially, like you're boosting your, um, your trust with Google as well. Every time you get a good review, uh, when people go uh, to shop for things, you know where they're looking, they're looking in the map pack right now. Like that is huge. And I'm not sure if you, like, if I look up uh, like places to eat restaurant, I'm in a new town, whatever I'm looking for, I'm going to that map pack. I'm seeing those reviews. And so if you can yeah. gain reviews, get up into that map pack, it's like, you're going to kill it. Um, there's no, there's no ifs ands uh, about it. Like you're, you're going to do well if you can do, you know, take those steps and get into that map pack with good reviews. Man, can this guy coach Jackson, you got me so fired up to go get a whole bunch more reviews, man. And uh, try, try catch up to you. I can see the passion, man, for the reviews and guys, I want to emphasize the point. Jackson's got now 426 reviews based on his pay structure. 
if he's paying $10 or $20 per review to each tech, he could be paying out, you know, 30 to $40 a review, you know, per, per uh, review, you times that by 400, he would have invested over 10 K. And I know I have to get ours. We do a very similar payment plan, $10,000 invested to get reviews. Once you're ranking in that map pack, that is now worth hundreds of thousands, if not millions. If Jackson keeps Mount Baker for the next decade, holds his spot as the brand authority in the area, um, it, it is like shaking a money tree once you've had that. So a lot of you need to stop being so cheap, get out of your own way, build a culture around generating reviews. Jackson's got 426. We've got 400 and some odd. You add them together. That's over 800 reviews from doing boring, like non-sexy work. Yep. And I'll tell you one little uh, anecdote. So um, I'll sum this up. So last night I took to the, my barbecue. Okay. When we moved in our house, I had a guy come to knock on our door and I made a rule with myself three years ago. Anytime someone's knocking on my door, whatever they're selling, so long as it's ethical and legal, I will buy it. So this guy was selling hamburgers door to door, believe it or not. So I bought, I bought 25 of his hamburgers and they turned out to be the Landon, I should make you one, but they turned out to be the best hamburgers. So I'm cooking them up last night, but I didn't do a great job cooking them. And when I was eating them, I noticed, I thought, man, I feel like maybe the temperature wasn't correct here. So I asked my wife, I said, Hey, Alex, can you go on Amazon? Get me a meat thermometer. She's like, what one do you want? I said, just read reviews and get, get a decent one. Okay, cool. Went out and bought it. The thing's coming in the mail. So I don't even know what one we got. She just said, oh, this one has 12,000 reviews done. So with Jackson, people are going to stop going on his website. I really believe that people are not going to go on a website, maybe for 30 seconds, just to make sure he's legit and everything he says is legit. They're going to look at your rating. And once Jackson's GMB says 1K, 2K, 3K, when he gets thousands of reviews lined up, the proof's undeniable that oh, you're $100 more than the other guy. Well, we have 3,200 reviews. So like, let's get your job. So it just, it builds the entire business. That's why I'm very passionate about it. And been so cool to see Jackson's journey. I think when he started with us in the hundreds somewhere and just like a rocket ship, you know, on his trend, he should be hitting a thousand reviews in the next like 12 to 14 months. Pretty cool to see. Yeah, and totally. Just, I just want to highlight something again, too, just so, you know, I just think this is funny. I was just on a road trip and it's like anytime I'm going out to go eat, like I'm looking yep. at every review for every place and trying to go to the one with the highest. Every time I go to a new golf course, I'm looking at all the newest reviews. I'm going to go golfing this week. You know what? I live here. I've been to every course. I'm still going to look up the reviews in the golf courses to make sure that I'm still going to the good ones in my area. Um, so it's just, it, 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 man, like people are not just me, but like everyone is sees these reviews with so holding so much weight. Um, so just don't skimp out on them. Um, don't think that it's just going to be word of mouth. It's going to get you there. Like you need this internet presence and because it works with SEO, it's like kind of, it's a no brainer. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and again, I really want to stress this. Like we preach 10 X, 10 X, 10 X, almost like Grant Cardone, uh, when it comes to ROI, right. in your marketing reviews are like, we've just talked about it for uh, 10 minutes or so. Right. 
And I really want to kind of drive this home when you compare uh, reviews or the online referrals, in-person referrals as well, too. It's like, this is the only marketing play that one becomes two, becomes four, becomes eight, 16, 32, so on and so forth, okay? It's exponential growth. Whereas let's say paid ads is I spend a hundred bucks. They're getting, Facebook even tells you this is probably what you're going to get around too, right? So again, number two, getting your reviews, getting your referrals are absolutely so powerful. But guys, I want to keep us rolling. We got a third really good point. We're, we're, uh, we got about 15 minutes left here. Um, let's dive into, there it is, strategic partnerships. One of the most underutilized things that I've seen people are just not executing on. It absolutely baffles my mind. Uh, Dave, you, Dave shared something like pretty cool with me about Starbucks um, <laughs> over the years. And I'll, I'll kind of let you kick things off with this. But guys, it's not what you know. You've heard this saying. It's who you know. Okay. So how do we get uh, the commercial jobs? How do we get reoccurring, uh, you know, this guy knows that guy, right? It all comes down to relationship building yeah. so often underutilized, but Dave hit him with uh, some Starbucks, yeah, personal some, Starbucks facts, some Starbucks facts, guys. I had a friend ask me, he, he, uh, actually went camping with my, uh, my family over the weekend, it, kind of camping, but we were in like a log cabin. So it wasn't really camping, but, um, a, a client of mine was jabbing me on Instagram as I posted a story, I'm holding a Starbucks. He said, only Dave would be out camping with a Starbucks, right? And he was, he, he he asked me, how much have you spent now? And so I did some math for him. I had my first Starbucks, I'll keep it short, guys, 12 years ago. And I did the math if you go every day. So I spent $13,000 now at Starbucks. So I am a raving fan. If I drink Starbucks till I'm 90 years old, my LTV will be um, well over $50,000. So that's an aside. But I've spent a lot of time at Starbucks over coffee meeting what I call our strategic partners and who I like to target are other home service pros. So I'll tell you what I did. And I've been doing this for seven years now um, with Revive to grow it. I like to keep my Fridays fairly flexible and it's been that way for some time. I will try for about two meetings per month where I'm meeting uh, another home service pro. And I'm not giving them 50 business cards to revive with a $50 off coupon that they can get their windows clean. I'm going more Gary Vaynerchuk. If you've read his book, jab, jab, jab means give, 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 right hook, boom, ask for the clothes. So for me, I want to get their business cards. I want to learn about their business and see if they qualify for what's called revives referral partners. Okay. About three years ago, I built a table that has about 20 different slots for different home service businesses. And I think if you're looking for a key takeaway off this call, I think this might really help you. You make a landscaper slot, a handyman, a blinds guy, an interior cleaning company. Uh, let's say you have a pressure washing company. You're not going to list another pressure washer, painting company, uh, an out of town work washing company. You get the point different, different, different. And you start teeing those people up for coffee dates. And I did that over multiple years. We now have a very strong Rolodex at Revive. And we've referred out hundreds of thousands of dollars of business. And I kid you not, we've booked hundreds of thousands of dollars of work coming back 
because my buddy owns a landscaping business, my buddy owns a painting company, my buddy owns an HVAC company, whatever it is, you want to look right now, if you've got, let's say you've got two trucks right now, pretty good brand, want to keep growing it, look for if you've got a two truck pressure washing company, look for a local two truck landscaping company, owner operator, someone you can tee up for, a, I do 45 minute coffee meeting, not an hour, not 30 minutes, 45 minutes, um, get their business cards, get to know them and start if they're good GMB rating, bunch of reviews, test them out on a project, start referring them. And I've found the more you give in life and business, the more you actually get. So a goal for you, set up a monthly coffee meeting and don't miss that. Get on your LinkedIn, get on your Google, start searching. I could go on to any of your markets right now and tell you you should be hitting this person, this person, this person. You do this enough, you're going to get really good at it. Build out a table for your own referral program. We don't exchange a dime back and forth. I just give out leads. And in return, I'm known as the guy with the washing company and now the Christmas light company and the painting company. So it's not in marketing, guys, this might be like mindset shift. It's not actually who you know. It's actually who knows you. So if you ask me locally, who's that guy? Why is he always at the Starbucks? Oh, he owns the washing company. Oh, he's always working at the same table, drinking the same drink. It's just like stability and stable. So you got to start getting people to know you in the community. And I would not be networking with your barbershop or your insurance broker. I'm talking who's already in the 10,000 affluent homes that you want to get into. Go and meet those people. Yeah. Absolutely. I, know, I and, just, and, oh, sorry, Landon. Yeah, sorry. No, you're all good, Jax. I just want to make a really key point here. Dave sent me a podcast about competition. I've heard this hundreds of times. Oh, the competition, the competition, right? We've already mentioned this, right? Uh, this guy was in Minnesota, $10 million painting business. Takes data, gets, it took him forever to get 40 other painters in his area in the same room, right? He showed them data and he's like, guys, I get 2% of the marketplace, okay? And I'm at 10 million bucks. Yeah. There's 98% out there, right? So even like competition is a healthy thing and don't be afraid or like a, let your ego get in the way of you creating a connection uh, with other, uh, even same industry, but especially other home service pros. Okay, don't let that become the, the thing that stops you from uh, growing your business. But sorry to cut you off, Jackson. Oh, no, you're good. Um, I, I just wanted to make a point of, of the potential ROI of strategic partnerships compared to what like a marketing agency might try and sell you, you know, and, and it's ridiculous, actually, like the, how, how much better strategic partnerships are. Um, you could go to a marketing company and they're like, hey, we're going to get you uh, a, like each lead is going to be 50 bucks. We're going to get you X amount a month, et cetera. Great. Um, that's awesome. You could go out uh, and buy a cup of coffee one time and spend an hour of your time and get leads for your the entire rest of your duration of your business from, from this one person. Maybe it's not going to be like, maybe it is really consistent. Uh, maybe it's not consistent. But the thing is, is that you just spent so much less money uh, and you've made a friend along the way who can refer you to other people. And so um, the, the power of a strategic partnership uh, way more so than paying like by the lead uh, to a marketing company, which by the way, when you're getting a lead guys, you, we don't really know how warm or cold they are. And so when a marketing company tries to sell you leads, um, well, it's like, man, like 
how much effort is going to take on my end to actually get a job out of this? Um, is it going to work? So strategic partnerships, probably some of the best ROI in the game, especially if it's just a cup of coffee in an hour of your time. If you can yeah. produce a friend out of that uh, and a partner for, for years to come, it's a huge one. Yeah. It's so good, Jackson. It's guys, it's like, am I giving you a fish or are we teaching you actually how to fish? Right. And we've all been there on Angie's list on Yelp. Like that's literally how we all start. I even went into paid ads pretty heavy actually in 2019 when it was still like good. Um, and again, I think you could take any of these strategies and build a successful company. We're just sharing what we tend to see works the best and what I'm currently doing. And that's why Coach Jackson and myself, we still own our service businesses is because I actually think that makes our program that much better because we're using our business as almost like an experiment um, to some degree and then teaching it to 60, 80, 100, hundreds of other business owners all across the world. So, you know, I just can't emphasize enough. You want to be thinking how one plus one doesn't equal two, but one plus one equals 11. And like Landon said, this like, multiplier effect when you can understand the power of the compounding effect that's when i think you've really learned marketing so for me today i've got a carpet cleaner a landscaper a handyman a painter you know an hvac guy a plumber they're all know about revive and are referring us um that's where this just becomes super powerful so i think people get you might be hearing this. Okay, Dave, we get it. Jackson line and I get it. It works. I'm still scared to do it. I think you've got to get out of your own way and be a little bit uncomfortable. And for me, I was the shyest introvert back, you know, 14 years ago when I went into entrepreneurship, started knocking on doors, got uncomfortable, but that's how the business grew. And when I look at today, all the lives we've been able to help and impact we've had, it's because this little shy boy got out of my own way, started knocking on doors, started meeting people. And I can promise you guys, when you lead with this state of giving and wanting business cards, not ramming it through people's throats, um, people are going to respect you for that. And you're going to see your your business is going to grow as a byproduct of you growing as a person. Yeah, absolutely. Guys, like you have to, you, everybody has goals, but on this is like always think of like what you're kind of like running away from your worst case scenario huge introvert by nature yet i'm the quote-unquote sales guy because i was the you know have born with magical skills and power like guys it's all bs like no you develop and you cultivate it right but i'm like thinking well i don't want to be like that i want to be able to like communicate with another individual because it's a pretty good skill to learn right so that's kind of what set me off my journey and again it's just Look, everybody's going to be anxious. You're going to be fearful. And guess what? Everybody is. Like, it doesn't matter if you're Warren Buffett or you're even Bezos talking about his struggles or, or um, Phil Knight. Like, again, go read his book. Just crippling anxiety and fear. He had no idea Nike was going to be what it is today. Elon went bankrupt almost eight times. You think Elon's a robot without feelings? Or was he stressed out? Literally why maybe a couple marriages didn't work out. Guys, like, you're no different because we, like Dave said in the chat earlier, we're all human beings. Okay. Like, I hope that we've kind of equipped you with some tools and techniques and again, st strategies to help you guys get more leads because it's not sexy, right? Is it effective? hundred percent. Is it easy? No, absolutely not easy. 
But is it necessary? Without a doubt, guys, because we're in a recession. That's why, again, we mentioned July 4th at the start of this call. No reason, there's no like coincidence that even if we're in Canada or in Australia or in, or in England or in Florida, that we're all seeing a slowdown. It's hive mind consumerism, recession. I got to cut my costs. I'm on vacation with the family. Whole host of different factors again, okay? But 2008, 2009, yet again, where did the most millionaires come out of 2008 and 2009? Because guys, they took the risks. They saw the, they reaped the rewards, whatever risk that is, whether that is going out and getting in front of the door, right? Again, opportunity costs, right? You have two different paths. Whether that risk is, is jumping on board or taking a call with us, like for crying out loud, people, if you're hesitant to jump on a call with us, I got nothing to help you with. You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? Because two options, one option, you have risk because you started the business, the riskiest thing you could do, by the way, but you have no potential upside because you still are struggling with leads and you still would be struggling with leads. And maybe three years, because you've already were struggling for two years in three years, maybe you won't be around, right? Or you can take that leap of faith, you can dive into a podcast, you can learn something new, you can get a, get a, get develop a new relationship, jump on a call with us, whatever that is. Still risk, but a potential upside as well on that. So I don't mean to ramble. I know I kind of did, but just guys, like I've just seen it over and over and over. You're putting your your money in SEO and that's going to be your saving grace. And then it isn't. And you put it into paid ads and it's not. And it's like, guys, it all starts with you. It all starts up here. Okay. Um, Dave Jackson, I just rambled there for a bit, got a little bit maybe heated there and passionate, but yeah, anything, anything you want to add on to that? Oh, I just thought it was funny that you put Florida in a, in a list of other countries. Yeah, yeah. right. I did. did I? It's the pressure washing <laughs> Mecca. Those of you in Florida. It's, it's Florida's its own country. Okay. It's, yeah. it's got its own, its own rules. <laughs> Absolutely. I uh, love that. That's good. Uh, guys. I'll, I'll kind of like, we'll wrap with them. I guess do you guys want to do Q and a too. Like we'll probably a couple of questions. Yeah. We can take a couple yeah. of questions guys. Um, okay. if you want to maybe drop them in the chat would be good. And we can hit on a couple marketing questions. Um, and guys to Landon's point, like I would really get you to look in the mirror and think you start your business. Everybody claps for you. That's great. You're so courageous. It's on you now as an entrepreneur to figure out how to operate the thing and how to actually be an effective entrepreneur. Cause you may be super good right now at painting the house or, you know, getting up and doing the window cleaning or soft washing the roof. And those are all great skills that'll get you paid today. But I really think it's the business skills, the marketing skills, the sales skills. That's what's going to create you to be a high income earner for decades. So um, be very cautious about the business you're operating and the roadmap that you're following. Um, and that's really why, you know, whether you come and join our program, talk to us or not, we want to just provide you value today because I went through a lot of years of my life running a service business effectively with a blindfold on until 2017, I heard the word systems and I dove in full time. And that's when I started spending 13,000 bucks at Starbucks because I was building systems every single morning. So you know, economy is going to go up, it's going to go down, your revenue will go up, it'll go down. But what will remain the same is the skill sets that you have. And if you listen to anything on Alex Hermosi's podcast, you're going to see 
it's all about the war going on in your mind and the story that you tell yourself. So just be cautious. You may be diluting your own skill set when it comes to business. If your company's kind of maintained 100K level every year, nothing's going to change until something actually changes. Totally. Yeah, guys. And I just, I want us like as I guess a society maybe, and maybe I'm being really presumptuous and I know I am, but it's like, we need to get past like these, these thousand dollar things or five or $20,000 things, because if the ROI is there and it's a proven ROI, do you think that any, an Apple or a Tesla, um, your next door neighbor that drives the Mercedes or that six other successful business owner in your community that you admire and look up to, or the guy on the podcast, you like, like insert whatever it is. Do you not think that if proposed with the same situation that you are looking at, whatever that is, right? Whether to knock on the door, invest with this thing or do that thing. What do you think they would do? They would probably do the exact opposite. They would say, no problem. I lose my skin. Well, this is the, this is entrepreneurship. But if I can gain my time back or if the ROI that has been proven over and over and over again is there, why would I not do that? I'd, I'd be an idiot not to take that risk because people, you're business owners, you've taken the biggest risk and the biggest risk is what's it costing me? Not potentially it's costing the business. We are in a recession. If you don't know, if you cannot get leads, like do not care. I do not care how freaking nice everything else is. I don't care how many systems, honestly, you have in place. You don't have leads. You don't have a business. You don't have revenue. Yeah. It, it's and I just simple. put in there in the chat as well, again, two guys, like schedule a call. You'll chat with me personally. We'll have a quick phone call. No pressure, as you can see. Um, but hopefully we can, again, like this webinar, give you some help, give you some advice uh, and some knowledge, again, to steer you on this path, right? Because, again, the opportunity cost not knowing, not implementing. Dave, what are we seeing roughly? Jackson, what are we seeing roughly? Yeah. Like, what's the, that opportunity cost? It's minimum multiple six figures time, freedom, stress. Yeah. All that. I'll share one last thing too, guys. And this, I had a bit of a mindset shift myself this last week. Um, in our program now, we've now engaged a team of virtual assistants to help with our clients to reach out to their clients to rebook them back on the schedule. And so I've been piloting our team a little bit with my list at Revive, which is a few thousand right now. And I gave our um, team a list called our archive list. Okay. So these are people that have got a quote from us, but never gave us a dollar. We just started this list yesterday uh, and our team in one day already got eight leads from this list. And so little light bulb went off in my brain. Wow. We have 4,000 people that have got a quote from revive and didn't do anything with, we called 160 of them and already got eight leads there's more work lying right under your nose that if you can get out of your own way, I was in my own way. You don't need to call archived. If they didn't give revive money the first time, screw them. No, I opened up a side of my brain and we're trying it and we're driving business to our present day calendar. So none of these things should be brand new mindset. So changed. It'll just be do the boring work, the simple shifts and do it consistency. Cause I, I posted this on Twitter the other day that success is just a marathon of being consistent. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. And you know, if you do a hundred K in a month, great. 
I'm more interested in you doing 100K a month, month after month after month after month. And I've been in business now about 180 months. That's a lot of months in the game. A lot of highs, a lot of lows, um, good times, bad times. You get weathered as an entrepreneur and you start to view things more objectively. And so I want that for you. Like Landon said, we got a bunch of people on this call. A lot of our businesses are going to go out just by nature of first five years, 80% of us say, peace out. I'm not doing this. It's hard. So it's why we're running these trainings. So you guys can get some value, put some steel in your spine and build a real business that hopefully can run one day without your constant involvement, like Revive mm -hmm. does and like Mount Baker runs without Jackson. Yeah. Cool. Jackson, any final thoughts? I mean, we have a question from Mr. Pellegrini um, as well. I would just quickly chime in on this. Um, like discounting free work, going to just put a hard pass on that. Dave Jackson, do you kind of agree let's with Jonathan's? Let's read it out for the recording here. So Jonathan's Sweet. saying, um, and Jackson, I'll give you first crack at it if you want. Looking, Jonathan says, looking into partnerships with some local businesses around me. Good job corner stores, coffee shops, et cetera, on high traffic corners. Um, I think he's basically saying, what is your thought on discounted slash free work in exchange for putting up a larger sign? Have you had any experience on a ROI with this? It's a good question. Mm -hmm. Oh, for, for putting a larger uh, signage up. Um, yeah, that's actually funny. I was getting coffee the other day and I asked if I could put a yard sign there and they, they couldn't answer me, but you know, I was, I was all about it. Um, you know what I was talking about this morning, um, with someone was in, instead of um, doing that, like a yard sign on, on someone's property. Um, and I'm not sure if you guys have these in your area, but I thought this was really cool to, to chat about today. Um, there's a company called Augusta Lawn Care that's in my area. Uh, and, and this guy um, has, I think his name's Mike, has started, um, I think he's got over 100 franchise owners, but the, it started here in Bellingham where, where I live, a huge company. And I noticed the other day when I was driving around that all of these different vacant lots off these highways had these huge uh, wooden like makeshift billboards. Um, and so instead of paying, you know, $10,000 a year for a billboard, I'm guessing this guy pays maybe a couple hundred dollars a month to have this billboard up. It doesn't get ripped out of the ground. Um, it, it costs very little and it could be there for an entire year and it's way bigger than a yard sign. And I'm like, if this guy, Mike Andes is doing this, it must work because he's like a hyper successful uh, entrepreneur. And so that's actually one of the things that I'm going to look into next is like going to vacant landowners and saying, Hey, can I pay you, you know, start low 50 bucks, hundred bucks a month. Well, this land doesn't have anything on it to have this like wooden billboard there. Um, and that's, that's a route that I'm going to be taking uh, shortly because I've seen it work for other guys. So I think that would be my recommendation to you. Yeah, man. I love that. Half the sign says Augusta. The other half says Mount Baker. I love it. Dominating but guys to jackson's point like jonathan i don't i don't think it's a bad idea by any means um one thing i will say is like when you look at your jobs you're doing like getting payment when the job's done that's only like one out of three of the overall equation i believe you need to close the loop with also a review like we talked about today and also a referral now referrals, we didn't have too much time to deep dive that, but they can take on different forms. Sometimes it could be a group chat with a neighbor. Sometimes it could be, you know, someone um, DMing your Instagram account to a friend and you've got a connection there. 
Uh, others times we do this with our clients. If they're happy, get them to take a picture of your business card and drop it in one of their free Facebook groups. I'm not talking about pressure washing business owner Facebook group. I'm talking about families of Clayton Heights, families of this community. You'll have, you know, a hundred to a thousand members in there, sometimes more get a shout out in those groups because that is free marketing and that is a form of a referral. It's on Facebook, but it's not paid. Someone does that for you. You can shoot them over a Starbucks gift card as we do to a lot of our clients to say thank you. Um, and so there's other forms of marketing and that's getting at Jonathan's question. It's not just getting paid. It's actually thinking long-term, how do I build a relationship? How do I build my name in the community? And how do I ultimately create a super highway of leads that can come in? And when you look at a successful company like Jackson's, he's done it with reviews. He's done it with referrals. He's wrapped his trucks. You can see behind him, he's got branded literature. His guys are in company uniforms. Like you stack the deck. It's not just doing, I just pulled three things for our training today, but it's actually doing a lot more things. And just the more you can mm -hmm. do well, um, the more like the, the more snowball, I call it, the more your snowball is just going to build. So I want you coming off this call, not just getting all this info, but actually like, okay, today, August 8, what's actually getting implemented. I'm going to grab these two strategies and I'm going to do them for the next 30, 60, 90 days. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not, and it's not just about learning. It's about doing what you learn. And far too many times I've seen in life where people learn learn a certain uh, skill, they learn a trick, um, but they don't actually put it to use. And it's the people that actually learn it and implement it that I see do like very, very well. And so don't just learn, put it to use right away. 100%. Absolutely. Um, guys, put a one in the chat. This is literally all we ask. Put a one in the chat if you got value from today. It's my goal that Home Service Business Coach changes our home service industry, not just with practical business info, but actually practical. You sit here for an hour. This was super good. This is way better than what you get on Facebook. And I will plug my program because I built it. If you think our free stuff is good, wait until you get on the <laughs> back end and see what we've created on the back end with our coaching team and program. It's not for everybody. If you want to learn about it, it's not cheap. Landon dropped his Calendly link. You can go ahead and check it out. Um, I will be circulating this recording as well. So Landon, maybe you can drop your um, digits as well in the chat. Yep. Um, because we'll hook this up on a Loom video because um, you guys took the time to come out and listen to this webinar. So I want to make sure you guys get your hands on the replay before it hits our um, YouTube and podcast channel and want to make sure you guys get access to it. So you can toss Landon a text message just at that number. Um, and maybe just say like webinar replay or tell Landon he did a great job planning this whole thing out. Um, and uh, maybe in the next day or so, we'll have that uploaded on Loom. But um, maybe Jackson, you got last word. We'll close up with marketing and then uh, we'll say goodbye, everyone. Oh, man. Uh, Put you on the spot. Well, no, I mean, th the fact that you guys showed up today, we're here, you're ready to learn. Like that's step one. You know, step step two is now doing it. So um, it's just, just like a... You see someone on social media, they go, hey, you need to work out. They tell you why you need to work out. You learn. You're like, okay, I know I need to do this. But it's like getting yourself to the gym. It's like making that first step. And if you don't do it like the next day, like it's not going to happen. So like anything that you're learning now and for the next bit going forward, like I want you to put it into action immediately. And then like 
plant those seeds and watch them grow. And that, that's all it is. We're, we're farmers out here, guys. Yeah. And Absolutely. last thing guys, like it's baby steps too. Jackson came to us two years ago, you know, had a pretty good business stuck on the truck, working his butt off. Like there was a lot of mindset shift work that he had to work on to move from being technician next to he was the manager then he's CEO. Now he's got his company running and he's going and starting another company. He's coaching with us now. So like when you get these fundamentals down, you know, what took Jackson five years with Mount Baker, he can do with his new company in a fraction of that time. And that's just the value of this skill set that we're teaching you, whether you build a painting company, washing company, whatever you own these skills. And that's like the most, that's the biggest win I think is your own development. Mm -hmm. Amazing totally. guys killed it, crushed it. Uh, everybody. Thank you for, for coming out. Dave Jackson, as always, so good to see and hear from you, uh, as well. Uh, we will be planning something. We will be at the huge convention, I guess, as well, too. If anybody will be there in Nashville, um, at the end of August, we'll be planning something for September. So stick around, stay tuned, drop me my number, scroll up. I'm going to wait about what 50 more seconds before we end this thing. Uh, send me a text if you want the resource or if you have any questions. Here's my phone. <laughs> like yeah. That's my number. Uh, so feel free to reach out. But take care, everybody. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll talk with everybody soon. See you guys. Take care. Bye. Hey, guys. So if you like this episode today, you're going to love what I've got in store uh, next week, September 26th. I'm going to be going live and we're going to be doing part two of this episode. Uh, we focused this episode's webinar all around uh, offline ways we can get more business. I'm going to be hosting a live webinar September 26th on the top three ways how we market our business online. But here's the kicker, without spending a dime on paid advertising. So um, would love to have you on that. It's going to be a totally free webinar uh, and you can go ahead and just scroll down here and get registered or head over to homeservicebusinesscoach.com slash webinar. Uh, but thank you so much for watching. I hope the value was great for you on this one and uh, be even better on our webinar next week. We'll see you then. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you want to get even more value from David, then book your free coaching call at homeservicebusinesscoach.com.